0: Welcome to Anchored Daily. In our Imago Day series, we're learning what it means to be image bearers of God. In our reading plan, we're focusing on who God is and exploring some of God's attributes. We'll also consider which characteristics are God's alone and those we're called to reflect as His image bearers.
1: As we continue considering how God is omnipotent, today finds us in the book of Jeremiah chapter 32, verses 17 and 27. Hello, podcast friends and family. This is Angie, and I'm super pumped to dive into our scriptures with you today. Verse 17, ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Verse 27, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? As a quick review from yesterday, omnipotent means one who has unlimited power or authority, almighty or infinite in power. What exactly does that mean? Well, Jennifer Slattery noted, quote, when we speak of God's omnipotence, we're discussing God's limitless power to live out his unchanging character and make good on his promises. In other words, his omnipotence is contained in and expressed through his righteousness love mercy truth and grace he cannot and will not do anything contrary to who he is or what he said End quote. jeremiah reminds us that god created all things the scope and depth of his power is above human comprehension there is nothing absolutely nothing that is beyond god's ability Need more proof? Well, let's consider some of the impossible things that God has done to prove that all things are possible for him. God spoke and light came into being. God parted the waters of the Red Sea. God made the sun stand still for Israel to win a crucial battle. God protected, protected Daniel in the lion's den. God sent Jesus in flesh and blood, making him both mortal and And divine. God fed 5,000 with a few fishes and loaves. God raised Jesus from the dead. I'd say that's all pretty powerful. His power and authority are limitless. This is where it gets sticky tricky for us, however. Does having his power within us mean that we can just run roughshod and do whatever we want? Abusing that power for our own purposes and desires? We would say, no, of course not. Yet it happens all the time, both in the church and outside the church. God is God. We are not. The thing about power is that it can and does corrupt. As humans, we have a power appetite that seems to demand frequent feedings. It's not always obvious as subtleness is its greatest tool. What does it look like to walk in his power in a way that is healthy and actually breathes life and hope into people? Well, the answer is as simple as it is complicated. We must always remember who is the source of the power within us. When we forget the source, we can quickly crave unhealthy power and make everything about us. There is no better healthy picture of this than in Acts 3, Man, I love this chapter. Peter and John heal a lame man by the temple gate. The witnesses to it react with awe and astonishment, and they run after John and Peter like they're movie stars, and they begin to praise and worship these two men. Peter quickly and profoundly squashes their praises. He states emphatically, "'Why do you stare at us as though we had made him walk by our own power or godliness?' Peter then lays down the gospel hammer with a spectacular discourse about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, reminding them that the power source is Jesus, the one they have ultimately already rejected and crucified. Preach it, brother, preach it. If we believe that God is omnipotent and that his power resides in us through the Holy Spirit, then we can forever tap into that power to help us live in this broken, battered world. We only need a glance at scripture to know that this is truth. For example, God's power within us helps us to endure suffering in the face of persecution. Second Timothy one, verses seven and eight. The spirit of God gave, the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Second Corinthians twelve nine, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Paul is reminding us, Christ's power is perfected in our weakness. God's power strengthens our inner being, helping us to stand firm and strong in our faith. Ephesians 3.16 I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. And God's power enables us to become a servant of the gospel. Ephesians 3.7 I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Boom shakalaka. The saints of old had it right all along when they sang the chorus of that popular hymn. There's power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the lamb. Where? Not in me, but in him. In the precious blood of the lamb. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll find all sorts of ways to serve, worship and learn together finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks again, family. God bless you.